Hey, it's Christina and Scott McIntyre here. Welcome to the Enduring Hope Podcast, where we encourage you to trust God in every circumstance. I'm so grateful for my experience on American Idol and this platform that God has given us because of it. But I have a confession to make. Early on, there were times when I anchored too much of my identity to it. Even before American Idol, a significant part of my identity was wrapped up in being the piano guy, you know, especially in moments when I felt insecure. I have a similar struggle, this temptation to find my identity in what I do, in my kids, or even how I look or what I wear. It's tough some days, especially in a social media world where everyone seems to have perfect everything. It's so easy to compare ourselves to one another and to highlight our good side, not only to win approval of others, but to hide what we're insecure about. Trying to juggle so many things inevitably means sacrificing something. And I know the two of us are certainly not alone in this. No, we're not. And that's why we need each other and need the daily reminder of what truly determines our identity and whose stamp of approval we really need. That reminds me of how you asked me for a date. (laughs) Oh, no. Scott called me up late one night and asked if I wanted to go out with an American Idol. I said no, but I'll go out with Scott (laughs) McIntyre. Although I didn't give much thought to my answer before I said it that night, I've pondered it a lot in the years since. And I realize now that in that moment, I was voicing that I didn't want to date an image, a celebrity version of you that projected an illusion of some kind of musical grandeur and TV perfection. (laughs) I wanted you as you really are. I didn't need you to impress me with special credentials because it was the man behind the stage makeup that I knew and wanted to spend more time with. Well, I'm so thankful you love me just as I am. I think I was trying to be funny in the moment, but looking back, I realized that I was a little blind to my own insecurity. I mean, honestly, it's a little funny to ask someone out on a date and then be like, so when can you pick me up? You did offer to pay though. I did. I bought dinner but I made you buy your own Disneyland pass. Yes, for those who don't know, our first date and many more were at Disneyland. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what I really need to remember today and what's even more incredible is that God loves me just as I am. I know we say this so often, it almost sounds like white noise, but it's the times when we forget this that we end up walking down the road of works, thinking I can somehow impress God on the one hand or that I'm utterly disappointing him on the other hand. Neither one is true. The power of the gospel is that it can humble us if our opinion of ourselves is too high, and it can also raise us up if our opinion of ourselves is too low. Mm, So true. There's a passage in Isaiah where God speaks to his people about all the ways they have been trying to impress him with their vain sacrifices and religious works. None of this is what God wants. In fact, he calls all these worldly attempts to impress and please him evil deeds. Let's read what it says in Isaiah chapter 1, verses 16 to 18. Wash yourselves, make yourselves clean, remove the evil of your deeds from before my eyes, cease to do evil, learn to do good, seek justice, correct oppression, bring justice to the fatherless, plead the widow's case. Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall become like wool. So first of all, God's definition of good is a direct reflection of his nature. 
God doesn't just do good things. He is goodness, and he calls his people to be like him, not like the world or even to be the most impressive version of themselves. Now, God's desire for us to come to him just as we are is not an unqualified stamp of approval on a sinful lifestyle. He doesn't say, though your sins are like scarlet, that's totally fine with me. He says, they will become white as snow and like wool. God doesn't want us to act the part. In fact, he calls that evil. So how do our scarlet sins become white? It's not by anything we can ever do. He alone has the power and authority to forgive and cleanse sin. God desires for us to come to him, not because we've impressed him, but because he loves us and wants to clean us. And while our sin is never excused, forgiveness is freely offered to anyone who's willing to confess and walk away from it. Willing is the key word here. That's right. We don't need to be perfect, but we have to be willing. God does miraculous things with a willing heart. I want to end today with this beautiful encouragement from Romans chapter 5, verses 6 to 8. It says, For while we were still weak, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would dare even to die. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. If you are feeling distant from God or others due to feelings of failure, we pray you will find hope in remembering that God desires you just as you are and has an amazing plan to change each of us into the image of Christ by the power of his love as we submit our hearts and lives freely and unashamedly to him. It's not about what you have or what you've done or who you wish you were. It's all about Jesus and our willingness to let him work in our lives. Live in that hope today. We all need encouragement. Would you take a moment and think of someone in your life who you could share this podcast with today? You never know how God can use it to give them hope. 